podcast-friendly karaoke version of Back in Black. Because your boy is back. And he's ready to go, dude. I'm going to keep recording this podcast. I'm not going to stop doing the podcast until the semester ends and my parents get off of work. Because let me tell you something. If you expect me to record a podcast while my parents are home and it's Christmas break and my sister's home from the break and I'm like, I got to go to the garage. Oh, see, now now I don't, I don't like the song anymore. I just like the first part. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I took a little hiatus. I took a little, I, first of all, I hate when people say hiatus. Just say you quit. Just say your band broke up. Don't be like, oh, unfortunately, we're on a little bit of a hiatus. Like, motherfucker, just say, oh, uh, Timmy got a girl pregnant. And he had to go get a real job. And you, you had to quit doing a band or... You quit doing stand-up or you quit doing your podcast. Don't be like, I was on a hiatus because I was taking a break. What were you doing? Did you go to France to fucking see the sights? You had to go find yourself, put your fucking metal band on hiatus? That's. I remember I was in a band that was in hiatus once, and it was, uh, we quit. No band I've ever been that's been in hiatus has ever come back. Just say that. Just say, hey, I don't want to do it anymore. But that's not what I was doing when I was I was on my little break. I quit putting out podcast episodes because it was Christmas time and my family was home. And uh, I just didn't have the time, if I'm being honest. I barely have the time now, bro. This semester is whooping my ass financially a whooping on my ass emotionally whooping on my ass physically no one could whoop my ass i'm telling you i'm beating everybody in in a fight because i've just got my girl got me a chain for christmas and with a chain just comes a different attitude and and my attitude now is no one can beat my fucking ass. I had a I got this mullet. I got this fucking chain, bro. I am I am white trash, bro. And I I came back into comedy. I I went I went and did a couple open mics. And what I like about comics is if you're they won't let you go out looking crazy. If you if you try to get some wild shit, like you can wear a chain around your boys or. Wear a chain around just like your 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 family or whatever. They won't think anything of it. But you try to pull like a mullet and a chain around your comedy friends. They'd be like, bro, you look like Joe Exotic. I mean, and they they would be right. It's a bold move. But what are you going to do, dude? No one can whoop my ass. And let me tell you why real quick. There's a couple things at play here. I'm always dressed comfortable right like on any given day i've got sweatpants on maybe a jersey if i'm really just feeling myself sometimes i'll wear jeans but that's kind of you know since covid i've worn jeans uh less than eight times i'll say i have more fingers on both hands than the amount of times i've worn jeans which is more jeans over covid which is you know more than I guess people with no hands can say, but 
I will say this. I'm always wearing Crocs and I'm always wearing sweatpants. You would think the Crocs would hinder me from a fight if necessary. But no, dude, because you're going to see my Crocs. You're going to think, oh, I could whoop this guy's ass easy. What is this, some fucking nurse on his day off trying to make a little extra buck out driving for Uber or something? I'm going to whoop his ass. But no, what you, what you got to see is if my Crocs are are in sport mode, four-wheel drive, as, as I've heard it called, if the backs are on my Crocs, I'm ready for a fight. And I've got all the mobility that a regular shoe can give, dude. Anything you can do, I can do it in my Crocs if the back's up. Now, you know I'm just chilling and I'm not looking for a fight if the back to my Crocs is down. If I'm in full-on, like, slipper mode, if I'm chilling like Cinderella and I got my slippers on, then I'm just, I got to come home before midnight. I'm not starting any fights that night. Now, you can tell I'm always a little bit ready to fight if my Crocs are strapped up. So that's the first thing I got going for me, you know? Second thing is, I'm a little bit nuts. I'm a I'm a little bit crazy, dude, and I can uh I can access that at any time if I'm out if I'm out road raging, you know what I mean? But I'm not fully crazy cuz I've seen real road rage and I don't have it. I've got passive aggressive road rage. I've got the type of road rage where I'll honk at you like I'll honk a bunch, like I'll I'll do like a 30 second honk, you know? If I'm in my car which this is this is pussy of me, I know, bro. What are you gonna do? I'll honk, beep, dude. It sounds like somebody's dying in a hospital if you cut me off. It sounds like somebody got the plug pulled out on them. Beep, 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 and then and that's all I'll do. I'll hit you with a long honk. And then you're gonna be on the lookout, right? Because most guys are more crazy than me, dude. Most road ragers. They'll take it further, you know? They'll take it to a, a car chase. Maybe something gets thrown out of the car. I've got a buddy who likes to throw shit out of his car <laughs> during road rage. This is so sick. I'll have to get him on the podcast one day and get him to tell some of these road rage stories because it's he takes it a whole fucking other level, which I respect. I, I take it to a passive-aggressive level. Nothing leaves my car. I usually don't even flip you off unless I get flipped off. Uh, that's kind of my rule. Anything you throw at me, I throw back at you. So I've got the type of road rage where it's contained in my car, and I like you to be in front of me. I like to honk at you long, like somebody's dying on a respirator. Just a long beat. And you feel like, oh, shit, this guy's going to do something. No one honks like that unless he's ready for a fight. And I... I just, I drive behind you. I'm cool as a cucumber, bro. I'm cool as ice. I am cool as Mr. T, dude. I That's an old reference. I, I need to think of somebody. Like, I, I've never even seen shit with Mr. T in it, but he just seems like a cool guy. And I'll tell you why. It's because he's got the chains, bro. It's all in the chain, really. But I'm fucking cool. I, I, I'm not going to freak out on you. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to flip you off anymore. But I will let you know I'm disappointed. that I gave you that long honk. 
and you're you're at first like fuck this fucking guy, and then I forgive you. I I'll give you a little. I'll give you a wave. You know, I just say, hey, it's all right. You almost killed me, but uh, that's life. Life is all about almost dying all the time, uh, especially when you're out there on the the streets. When you're out there on those mean streets, bro. So. I let you just live with the, oh man, this guy, I was so mad at him, and now I forgive him. I don't know what he's about, because he honked at me like he was going to pull out a gun, but no gun was pulled, instead just a smile and a wave. So what the fuck is wrong with this psycho? Because when people are nice to me, and I hate them, it really conflicts me. It makes me feel like I'm the asshole. I don't care how long I know you. If I've hated you every second of my life and you just, you give me a kick in the nuts every time I see you. Like if I had a boss and every time I clocked into my shift at that job, he was like, oh, I see your uniform's in order. Cool, cool. You t- you clocked in on time. That's good. Um, let me just give you a quick kick in the nuts and then you're ready for your shift. I would hate that boss. I would hate that job. And if it didn't pay that well, I probably wouldn't stay there for very long. But if one day the the fucking boss, instead of kicking me in the nuts, he was like, hey, I know you're ready for that nut kick today, but instead, here's a check for $1,000. I'd be real conflicted. I'd be like, man, this guy's all right. You know? It's just, it, it's crazy how a one good, nice thing that somebody does for you can just it makes you feel bad for hating them so much, you know what I mean? And that's what I do. I play these mind games with these motherfuckers out on on this road rage. But I think I gotta chill, right? Because in actuality, Uber drivers are just getting killed. They're getting robbed. They're getting beat up. Even an Uber Eats driver was just killed in Dallas, dude. Not even in Dallas, in Haltom City, bro. That's where that's where your boy drives around sometimes. I've been known to deliver a couple of water burgers in Haltom City, and and now I got to worry about somebody killing me just because I'm dropping off a sweet and sour burger to somebody, dude. That's bullshit. Uber drivers don't even have any money on them. They're, they don't do cash. Most of you don't have nice cars. If you're an Uber driver, it's probably, I mean, it's easy pickings, right? I mean, every, they're all like, half of you don't sleep. Half of you do the 12-hour minimum or maximum shift on Uber. Then you switch over and do 12 hours on Lyft. You ever you ever get in an Uber and you're like, this guy hasn't slept in six months. It's, I mean, there's a lot of those fucking people out there. And now they're just getting whacked, bro. Like my dad told me, hey. You may not want to Uber in downtown Dallas because somebody just got this Uber driver, right? He picked somebody up at the at the Amazon Prime like fulfillment center or whatever. You know how Amazon pops those little stores, just sprinkles them throughout the Megaplex. Well, there's one in Dallas. I guess this dude got picked up. He's driving down the road. The guy in the back seat is like, hey, Pull over. And, I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, 
I would I would try not to pull over, right? If somebody tells me to pull over, I I don't know what I'm doing. Right? That's that's why I'm seeing this guy's situation. I'm putting myself in the same situation and I'm thinking, "All right, how am I going to beat this guy in a fight?" Already if someone says pull over, I'm looking for stuff in my front seat that I can use as a weapon. Cuz I don't I don't like making just stops. You know what I mean? So this this guy pulls over and he just starts choking out the the driver. He puts a he pulls out a gun, right? I guess oh that's the that's what I forgot to tell you. He like he pulls out his fucking gun and he gets this guy to pull over to the side of the road. Not much you can say about that, right? I mean, a, I've got a Yeti full of cold coffee. And I've got a I've got a breakfast jack. I got half a jack and fucking it's just in a little jack in the box wrapper up in the front. I've got my backpack and I've usually got a jacket, maybe a hat. You can if you're a betting man in a fight, you're gonna take a gun over those items I just listed off to you. So I'd probably I'd pull over. What are you gonna do? So the guy pulls over. The guy has the the guy in the back seat, the robber. He's got a gun, but he puts that up. He takes a knife out, and he starts like he just starts to fuck this guy up. And I guess I guess the driver tries to fight back a little bit, and he uh, he basically just gets murdered. He is tortured, basically. The guy shoots him, stabs him, beats his ass, takes his car, takes his phone, backs up in the guy's in the guy's own Uber car. Now he's laying out on the street. The guy backs up, puts it in reverse, then puts it back in regular, puts it back in drive, and runs over the Uber driver in his own fucking Honda, bro. And and I was tell I was thinking to myself like, well, what? Well, how am I fighting against that? Like, I just, I don't stand a chance. But in my head still, nobody can beat my ass. Because I got this chain. I've got tattoos. I'm fucking, I'm ready to fight. My Crocs are laced up or strapped up. I'm in four-wheel drive. I'm ready to go. So I look up a picture of the guy. So his name is Joshua Scott. I want you to do me a favor, all right? Look this dude up right now. Look up the whole case. There's an article about it. It shows his face. I don't care who you are. It could be fucking Mike Tyson out delivering for Uber Eats or driving for Uber. This guy could whoop my ass while he's asleep. He could whoop my ass while eating a Chipotle burrito and not spill a drop. You know what I'm saying? He could whoop my ass with his Crocs in Cinderella mode with no straps on his Crocs. This guy could whoop my ass just by headbutting me. If he just headbutted my car, my car would flip over and I would be toast. There's nothing anybody in the world can do to fight, to stop this guy. And he's 21 years old. This guy was a natural-born fucking killer. I swear, dude. The thing is, he had a dash cam. 
right? And apparently he even had a taser, dude. I don't have a dash cam or a taser. I have a jack-in-the-box wrapper. And I've got a backpack with nothing really in it. With a joke book in it. I've got a backpack with a joke book in it. So unless I'm going to make this dude laugh, uh, I my chances ain't good. So, damn, this guy was a veteran, too. He was in the Navy, though. So had this happened on a boat, things might have been different. Is that a bad joke to make? All I'm saying is, if, th if this he was driving a boat, he might have known more what to do. But this happened on land. It was out of his jurisdiction. So this dude had a dash cam. And basically, the dash cam caught him being hit with a long pole or stick. Then he got back into the car. All right, so so the Joshua Miller guy, he got he got some type of pole, he had found a stick. And he just beats the shit out of uh out of our boy here. Oh wait, Josh Miller is the name. They're both named Josh. How confusing is that for one? And it if he's going to kill a man with his own name, what's he going to... There's no way I'm going to bond with this guy and make him laugh not enough to kill me. My chances of survival are absolutely zero. They're negative. Negative zero. Negative 100. Because I'm going to get toast. This guy saw that another man named Josh was coming to pick him up. And if I'm being honest, they have a picture of this Josh Miller guy, and he looks... Like a holly jolly nice fucking guy. He's got a Santa hat on. And he's playing one of those. Uh, it's like a guitar type thing. But it's like. It's got the little. The, the little uh, metal things that you press down. And it's like. Ding, da -ding, da -ding, da -ding. It looks like something they might play on like Legend of Zelda. Or some shit. Some type of medieval type instrument. But And he's just having a. He's got a big old smile. He just looks like a holly fucking jolly guy. And his name was Josh. And then this other guy named Josh is going to get in, see that he's got the same name as him. I would never kill somebody with the same name as me, bro. That's fucked up. And he kills him bad. He robs him. He beats him. He runs him over. And the whole time, he had... He, he he had a dash cam, so it showed his face. It showed what he was doing. He even chilled for a little bit after he was, uh, I guess, done doing the devil's work. He chilled and called and left a voicemail. It said he even caught the voicemail that he left. Who the fuck is leaving voicemails? This this guy's caught, uh, and his bail's like $2 million, so he's toast. But then the other day, like two days ago, an Uber Eats driver was killed in an apartment. Which just goes to show, never accept an Uber Eats order in an apartment. I've talked about this before. It's just a whole hassle. And it's, not, it's never worth the money. And you know what else it's not worth? Dying! Do you know how much she would have made? If she had completed that Uber, that Uber Eats order, probably like three bucks. 
She for three dollars. She went into this sketchy apartment, probably drove around for twenty minutes looking for the fucking the, the right uh, the right apartment complex. Because sometimes, especially if it's dark, dude, catch me never driving at night. Catch me never driving in the dark, especially Uber Eats. No way. No way, no way, no way. I'm not going to do it. Because for one, finding these apartment complexes, finding the right apartment is an ass whooping. It's more of an ass whooping than this semester is on my ass. So... It's just, it's all, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm freaking out. Do I get a gun? What do I do? Should I get Crocs with two straps on them? Double up? Double up on my straps? I don't know, bro. That's no good. Why, why do we got to kill people? You know what I mean? And, we, and they're, they're killing people that just seem like they... It shouldn't have been killed, you know? Like, they're just out doing their, doing their job, you know? They're just trying to deliver food to, to someone's home. Think about that. They went out of their way. They waited in a drive through line or even went inside, put on a mask to go pick up your food or just whoever's food. Bring it back. Drive around an apartment complex. Get out of their car in the cold. Walk through all these, I don't know, all these bushes. And then somebody's going to murder that person? For what? What do they have that you would want? Uh, are you, you going to take somebody's Android phone and a bag of Chick-fil-A, you piece of shit? I mean, come the fuck on. What are we doing here? I mean, in this day and age, how do you even steal shit? With all the cameras and all the... Like, you can't steal a car anymore. You're going to steal... What, are you going to steal a car? You're going to steal the Uber Eats driver car? Which probably... They'd probably thank you if you just stole the car. You don't have to kill somebody to steal their car. Fucking take it. Pay this shit off. All... If I can get out of my car payments because of my car being stolen, have my Civic. I don't give a fucking fuck. I'll use the uh, time off. You think if I if I complained to Uber that my car was stolen, you think they wouldn't send you some money? I don't know. Maybe they would. You don't have to kill somebody to steal their car is my point. And even if you stole the car, let's say you just... That's one of those things. Before you can go and get the plates printed off, I can call the police and I can say, hey, th- my car was stolen. And they would say, holy shit, really? I'd say, yeah. They'd say, dude, a-, a car hasn't been stolen in fucking 20 years. What is this, a fucking video game? I'm cussing a lot on this episode because I don't really know uh, what I'm talking about here. But, uh, I mean, I will say... It just it just doesn't seem practical to even steal a car. You can just call it in as stolen, and they'll probably find you, right? It's like nobody's robbing banks anymore. Like, if I hear a bank has been robbed, I mean, good luck, dude. I wish the robber luck, as long as they don't shoot anybody. That's the thing. When, when you get into, th- like, thieving, 
Thieve all you want. Steal whatever. It's fucked up. But you don't gotta kill somebody. Like if a bank robber goes into a goes into a bank, robs the bank. I kind of root for him just because he's the underdog and I love an underdog story. You know what I mean? Like with all the cameras, all the police, all the phones, the trackers, they I'm sure they put little sensors in the money bags. From what I've seen from bank robbery movies, you can't even open the money bags because they'll explode all over you. And then you got to explain why you're blue. You're blue, <laughs> la da dee da da da. You're blue, lot of, lot of dye, a lot of dye in your eye. That's what you're blue, lot of dye in your eye. You tried to rob a fucking bank. There's a lot of dye in your eye. What's that song? You know, I'm blue, la da dee da da die. But that's what's up. You're gonna be blue. And you, you first of all, you get those. What do you need? Clean, unmarked bills. That's what I've got. I need. Give me fucking all the money. I need clean, unmarked bills. Cause, uh, cause I've watched a little Ozark, and what I know about watching Ozark, you can have money, right? And you can, but it, it, the IRS will be all in that ass. You got to launder money. You got to go and. You know, you got to find yourself a Jason Bateman. Now, he's a hard cat to find because he's working for the cartel. Let me tell you something about Jason Bateman in Ozark. He's a fucking, he's in deep with the cartel. Now, he started out, he's wiggling his toes in the cartel's waters, but now he's fucking in deep. So, you got to have a guy like that wash your money for you through his casino that he bankrolls. Which now I believe all casinos are money laundering because I've seen Ozark. Have you guys seen Ozark? That's some good shit, dude. If you're listening to this and you're one of my buddies, let's talk about Ozark because Ozark is dope. And uh, I finished that and I'm now watching Sopranos. So Uncle June's a bitch if you've seen Sopranos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of the whole talking about Uber deaths and shit because it's just... Is I'm I'm being a negative Nancy on this podcast, bro. I'm being a fucking I'm fear mongering you people, and I don't want to just you know steer into that. I don't want to be a true crime broadcast, but I would. If there's true crime out there, then I'll talk about the true crime. But mostly, I'll talk about the crime that affects me, and that's crime against Uber drivers. If there's another murderer that comes in called the Podcast Strangler and he just starts to kill everybody in the middle of recording a podcast, I'm going to talk about that too. Because it's close to home. You know what I mean? Nobody likes to think about you, bro. If If you got a job at the Steak and Shake and there's a hamburger fucking lurker out there, there's a hamburglar. You're going to be a little scared of the Hamburglar, bro. You're going to be... You might have a little mace in the in your pocket. Put a little extra pepper on somebody's burger. Give them that pepper spray. But... Sopranos is good. I like, I like, I like Sopranos. I will say this. Uncle Junior... Uncle Junior is a bitch, dude. Uncle Junior... 
tried to put a hit on my boy Tony Sopranos. This is a season one spoiler. So if you haven't seen Sopranos, uh, I'm going to spoil season one for you. There's this dude, Uncle Junior, and he looks like a turtle. Straight up, he looks... What's this guy's name? I'm gonna I'm gonna use a uh, speech text right now for you guys. Uncle Junior. Oh man, I'm sorry, guys. I've burped so many times on this podcast today, and I've tried to talk through it, and I feel like you can tell that I'm burping. I had Waterburger right before this. I had Waterburger right before recording this, and I had a sweet and sour burger. And it's really good, but it's a little messy. I had to change my shirt. Dripped a little of that sweet sauce on my shirt. Now, Junior Soprano is played by Dominique Chinese. His name is straight up Dominique Chinese. And he looks like he would have some racist things to say about the Chinese. I'll say that. He's an old white guy. And he looks like a turtle. He looks like Franklin the turtle. He's got those big ass glasses on. He, I mean, I don't know. The character could redeem himself, bro. I'm only in season one. And I don't know. Maybe he cleans up his act. But as for right now, I got to say, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fucking fan of, I'm not a fan of him. He's a little bitch about eating pussy, too. That's something I forgot about. I, re- I had to be reminded. He was he was scared to have his friends know that he ate a little box. He ate a little he ate a little outside the box. And apparently he was good at it, dude. He was a silver-tongued devil, as they say, as the ladies say. Uh and he apparently just munched some good box. And the girl that he was, you know, the old lady he was banging, she got a little loose-lipped about it. And she started just, you know, spreading a little gossip about how he just loves to munch some mafia box, dude. So he started, he got so sensitive because he didn't want his friends to know that he eats pussy that he shoved a pie in her face. He straight up shoved the pie in her face. And he broke it off with a woman Ten times more attractive than a man that looks like an old white turtle. An old albino turtle should ever be. I mean, he was lucky to be even in that situation. But he cut her off, dude, because he's embarrassed. He he was scared of what the boys might think. But I'll tell you what else he did. He He put a whack. He tried to whack his own fucking nephew. That's a dirty move right there to whack your own fucking nephew. And also, Tony Soprano's mom, she she can catch these hands too, bro. She's trying to fake all that she's senile, but really she knows what she did. She snitched on her son for doing therapy. Because, you know, Tony Soprano's, he was in therapy. And that's really what led to him almost being whacked in the first season. It got out that he was, you know, talking to this lady and he was... They were worried he was getting a little loose-lipped, like Uncle Junior's girlfriend. So, they tried to put that whack on him. But then he found out, not before Junior went to prison, again, spoiler alert, so he wouldn't, he couldn't murder him. He also couldn't murder his own mom because his mom faked a stroke. Uh, 
and had to be put in intensive care in the hospital. So that's where we're at right now with the Sopranos. So it's cool. I'm a, I already feel like I'm an Italian watching it. I feel like I, I know some Italian slang. I know what a gumar is. And a gumar is basically a side bitch, right? So there you go. There you have it. Man, I'm going to try to probably, I might start put up, putting out a little shorter episodes, you know, every now and then. Some episodes are going to be longer. Some episodes are going to be shorter. Uh, I really, I wanted to hop on. I really, I got some new equipment, so I wanted to try to test that out. Uh, I get Adobe for free now because I am, I'm a maverick. I'm I'm going to school. I'm going to UT Arlington. Cause I'm a Mav, I'm a moving Mav, and that's what's up. So I'm just, just jerking around a little bit on this, recording a little pod for you guys. I do. I I came back to stand up. I got a couple shows coming up this weekend. If you listen to all this and you make it to this, uh, I think I'm gonna probably try to do a set at my buddy. My buddy Phil's garage show. My buddy Phil does a does a garage show in his garage, in his mom's garage, where he just lets a bunch of comedians come, and it's a good time. It's a good time. So I might do a little set ski at that. Also, the Phil and Friends show, which is uh fuck. No, why did I bring it up if I don't have the information in front of me? That's something I'm gonna ask myself. But I bet I can find it. Let's see. Phil and Friends show is in Fort Worth. It's got some cool people on the show. I don't know where the show's gonna be, but once I get to my Facebook, I'll be able to tell you if you're listening this far into my pod. Well, then you might as well come to this show. Okay, I found it. I found the... Show it's at the Red Goose Saloon. Couple of it's a fucking Republican goose, bro. What more could you want? The goose is loose at the Red Goose Saloon in Fort Worth, February sixth. And come see my buddy Phil, and he's got Phil and his friends, and I'm one of the friends. But there's a lot of other friends, and they're all funny as well. They're funny as well. And I don't have a set, but I'm going to just freeball it. Because that's what you got to do. So the show starts at 7. <laughs> or no, the doors are 7. It's in Sundance Square. So there you go. Sundance Square is safe, right? Nobody's going to get murdered. On Sundance Square. So, come out to that. 